0: We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, February 19th, and you may or may not know this, but February 19th is little sister Leon's birthday. So, Leon, let's start with that. Happy birthday. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. (laughs) We we have
0: Monica on the line, too, but what's going on in the birthday household this morning? Was there like a big celebration for you when you woke up, like husband and children bringing you breakfast in bed, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, no, Liz, you know, that's what happens when they reach the teen years. First of all, one is in Machu Picchu, so oh. not available. Oh. More on that. Colin went to Peru yesterday for his class trip, and Brooks was spending the night at a friend's house. And by the time I woke up, it was so late at 7 a.m., Barrick was already painting the house. Oh. so.
0: <laughs> Just an average day around your house, sounds like. <laughs> yes.
2: No, no you
0: waffles,
2: no espresso <laughs> served in bed. I have to say there was a pot of coffee brewed,
1: which to me is, is the equivalent of all those things. Like the one day a week that I don't have to make coffee, that is a gift from the gods. So, um, but here's the deal. So Brooks is at a friend's house and I am like mom in the sense I hate slumber parties. Okay. I hate the spend the night thing. I always have. They do, in fact, come home tired and cranky. Like our mother always said, we came home tired and cranky. Right. So normally, especially during soccer season when they have so many games uh, and they're still in the playoffs, so I said we put no uh, no sleepover policy. But last night, like seven of his friends were here, and they were going to go to so-and-so's house and spend the night for another kid's birthday. And please, could you do it, please? I succumbed. You know, it was like 1030, I succumbed. So this morning he calls. And he's just checking in. He said, you just, can I go play golf today? Do I have anything I need to do? Can I go play golf today? That's what teenage boys do. They go play golf.
0: I didn't know they did that. That's- yes.
1: Can't object to that. There's a course they found. It's a dollar for them to play. So oh, no, that's- hard to beat.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. There's nothing else you can do for a dollar. No.
1: Nine <laughs> holes of golf for a dollar. I can't object to that. So we have a long golf discussion, have you done your science fair project, is your homework done, have you started your college applications for next year yet? That kind of conversation. <laughs> and then and then he has said, "Oh, and by the way, my eyes are a little swollen." And that's when it dawns on me that he stayed the night at a friend's house who has a cat.
0: Oh! And Speaking only- of animals, we can hear your dog in the I'm background. I'm sorry about. No, that. No, that's I- your very nice German Shepherd. We I didn't know. even we didn't even put the Westminster Dog Show on our list of things to talk about, but we should get to that later on. That egregious dog that won the dog show, but <laughs> over 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 Captain Crunch. Yes. Okay, carry on with your cat story, though. So.
1: So he's he says, you know, my eye is a little swollen. I was like, well, why don't you come home before you go to play golf? Uh, because the only other really serious anaphylactic reaction he's ever had is to fresh cut grass. So I'm thinking, I don't know much about medicine, but maybe he shouldn't go directly to a golf course. You guys, he comes home.
2: his well, he cut the grass at the dollar golf course.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. They can't afford to really cut the grass at that price. <laughs>
2: just dirt. <laughs> so he
1: comes home. It's not just one eye. It's both uh, eyes. It's his whole face, his neck, and his arms. I, I looked at him. I was like, did you actually sleep on the cat? Because that's yeah. what it looked like. <laughs> oh, poor Brooks. <laughs> this poor guy. And I said to him, you know, Brooks, that's what's known as burying the lead. Like, when you call your mother and you ask her to go play golf, and in the meantime, you're having, like, a giant allergic reaction. <laughs> not exactly fair so i had to run out to the store this morning to buy some benadryl because all we had all we had was like children's benadryl from 2007 and i almost gave it to him
0: <laughs> okay, didn't just give him triple the dose isn't that medically sound monica Did just <laughs> oh lynn <laughs> I'm,
2: sure, I'm sure it expired a long time ago i mean it's it, five years old
1: it did yeah no it was i checked it was yeah so um so that—that's what was happening. I had to—I had to deal with some allergic reactions. You know, that's it. Oh. Just, you, just don't go. Just don't make friends with people who have cats. That's—that's <laughs> that's the lesson.
0: That's <laughs> the new law in your house. <laughs> So
1: anyway, so hey, can,
0: I know we weren't going to talk about the dog show. We didn't put that on our list, but could we just comment a little bit on the dog show? Uh, that that thing that won, by yeah. my standards, not a dog. That looked like that looked like a caterpillar. I'm sorry, that looked like an insect. I don't understand why that qualifies as a dog. That's just I like. I try to be very open minded to all kinds of breeds, but really, come on.
1: I I have to say I thought it was pretty cute that Pekinese.
0: I am not a big Pekinese fan, but
1: I can see how it was a crowd favorite. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. but I don't can see.
0: Monica, did you watch any of it?
2: I didn't watch any of it. I saw the pictures. I, I thought it was a cute little mop dog. Yeah. I mean, I, I like small dogs, so it was fine.
0: I don't You know, know, here's
1: here's my thing, though. I can't, how can you tell that that dog is the best in show? You can't even see the dog through the hair. That was my objection. Okay,
2: <laughs> That's why you're not <laughs> judging.
0: Well, I, I just think the whole best in show designation is bogus. Because if you have, like, the world's greatest German Shepherd and Irish Setter and Pekinese and they're all standing next to each other, I don't understand how one person gets to decide that one of them, it's like apples and oranges and kumquats com- quads and bananas. I don't get it. I just don't, I just think, well, can't we just have best of breed and then we have a nice big fun group of dogs and leave it at that. I, yeah. Yeah. And how, she,
1: how much did you love the fact, though, that Martha Stewart's dog won Best in Breed? That was oh. awesome.
0: Because I, I watched both <laughs> nights. So the first night, if you watch that, they had the backstage moment with Martha fluff, fluffing up her chow-chow or whatever. It was just, like, crazy. She does it
1: all. She, yeah, she... freaking does it all. I mean, honestly. <laughs>
0: she breeds dogs.
1: She <laughs> goes to prison. She breeds dogs. <laughs> she runs a fantastic company. She
0: does it all. <laughs> she makes bon pate brisee or whatever. <laughs> Okay, so Leon, you mentioned that your son, Colin, your younger son, left yesterday for Peru. That's amazing to be thirteen years old and going off to Peru. It must be pretty exciting. It was exci-
1: it was so exciting, and you know, I'm proud of him because he did raise a third of the money. It was a lot of money, and he had to work hard, and so that was part of the life lesson. And again, Peru, Machu Picchu. That's just kind of a magical place. They're going to Machu Picchu, and they're going to the Amazon. Wow. Uh, so. Um, where they get to see like wild monkeys. That's gonna be awesome. And um, and a couple weeks ago we had a discussion about the medicine and the malaria pills, and Julie told me her husband went crazy when he took malaria pills. <laughs> and so then I freaked out. And and then when we had the meeting, one of the parents, of course, God forbid we not have an infectious disease specialist and the parents of the you know <laughs> of,
2: course. So, of course you do.
1: She was not helpful because she was bringing into question at what altitude the children were going to be at and above 2,000 meters, this is what they needed, and below 2,000 meters, they didn't need it. Oh, for God God's sakes. My point was that we're Americans and we don't understand meters. So
2: <laughs> You just want coverage
1: <laughs> it's all the like,
2: way around, Lee. I don't know.
1: 2,000 meters, is that like a 10-story office building or is that Kilimanjaro? I have no freaking idea. <laughs> So you're not helpful because I, I don't understand the metric system. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here. And we want to thank pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews?
0: My hair, Liz. My hair from pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Prose hair regimen. For quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great Mm -hmm. hair because you've really paid attention to it.
1: Well, Liz, prose is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not hundred percent happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like you're gonna be happy, okay. <laughs> and that's just the satellite sisters promise. You're gonna be out. You're gonna be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over two million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge.
0: And you don't have time to learn it before your son leaves for Machu Picchu.
1: I had a chance in fourth grade, and then
0: <laughs> you opted out. Yeah. Well, so, it's funny that the malaria pill thing it just came up in my life, too. I realized next month, in March, I am going to India on a business trip. It's the first time I've ever been to India, which I'm kind of excited about. But when I ran the check the other day on like shots and pills and things I need before I go to Mumbai... Malaria pills right at the top of the list. So I did want to follow up on that with you to see if you've learned anything in this whole process about which of the malaria pills are most highly recommended. Because I've taken malaria pills in the past and never had a problem. So you know, so
1: I scoot. I asked around. I I asked other people. It's like, are you going to give them to them? I asked our sister-in-law Mary, who took kids on the Amazon occasionally like one person out of a zillion has a bad reaction. Like Trem did the Julie claims hallucinations and personality change. (laughs) (laughs) But, but uh, you know, I felt satisfied that, like, when 95% of the other parents on the trip were giving their kids malaria pills, I felt satisfied knowing that.
0: Oh, so you're in that category of, like, well, if all your friends were jumping off a building, would you jump off a building Yes, too? But... that's
1: the category I'm in, Liz. <laughs> At 2,000 meters. Only if the building <laughs> is 2,000 meters
0: <laughs> tall. Uh, okay, so I have to figure out – well, uh, okay, here's another question for you, Monica. So going to India, you there? the State Department or the CDC or somebody just issued a warning about typhus in India. And I've gotten the shot for typhoid before, but are those different things? Are those the same things? Sorry to put you on the spot. I know infectious diseases <laughs> is not your specialty. But, you so, know- no, Liz, typhus?
2: and typhoid are two different things.
0: Oh darn.
2: And not to be confused with typhoon. <laughs> two different thing. Okay. I think, hmm. I think you should consult Dr. Google. I yes. yeah, I know that they're two different things, okay. but I don't know that much about them.
0: Well, the, the last time I got a whole round of these shots when I was going to Africa, it was like 4 or 5 years ago. It was with one of those travel doctor specialists here in Santa Monica, and I can't remember her name but I remember what building she's in. So I'm thinking that this afternoon I might just drive over there. Yeah, walk-ins, welcome. (laughs) Stand in the lobby and at least see if I can recognize the name. Because I figure they'll also have the record on what I got last time around. Because some of these things last for 10 years or more. 10 years,
1: yeah. Yeah. The typhoid shot lasts for 10 years. The yellow fever shot lasts for 10 years. I can tell you those two things. The
0: hepatitis, all of that. So I had it all relatively recently. So I I gotta check in on that. Then the other thing I have to figure out you know all of these business trips i take to exotic places i don't really have much time to stick around you got to get in get your work done and then go on to something else at work and so but i am going to have a whole 24 hours in mumbai which used to be called bombay by the way in case that part (laughs) confuses you um I have 24 hours in Mumbai to just enjoy myself before any of the work or anything starts. So if anyone's been to Mumbai, please don't tell me to go to the Taj Mahal. That's nowhere near where I'm going to be. uh, (laughs) I, I do not have time to go there. I'm just going to be in this one city for the day, and I'm not going to use the day to fly to another part of the country and come back, okay? So if you've been to Mumbai and you have suggestions, please, just you can send them to us sisters at satellite sisters is our email or better yet if you're not already part of our Facebook gr- Facebook group uh, you should join that <laughs> the satellite sisters we hit a major milestone this week we have 2,000 members we're going to talk a little bit about that later on we have a new target people Facebookers but anyway so just post any advice you have for me on the satellite sisters Facebook group about what you would do if you had 24 hours in Mumbai so, okay.
1: I'm guessing mom and dad told you to go to the Taj Mahal. Yes, they did. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I had lunch with mom and dad yesterday and they like uh, cause you know, dad went to the Taj Mahal once and like has been talking about it ever since. He's like, well, yeah. you can't go all the way to India and not go to the Taj Mahal. I'm like, yes, I can.
2: Yes, I can. I'm sorry. I, I do not
0: have time to go to the Taj Mahal. I'm just going to have to come back some other time. So, yes, you you could tell just from the way I said that. Thanks. Yes.
2: <laughs> Liz, it's so funny that you're talking about travel because I read something this week, uh, an article, and I thought of you. It was, I, I mean, I, I thought it was very funny. I know it was supposed to be serious advice. It was sort of about how to game the whole carry-on luggage system oh, because wow. you know it's just it costs so much to check bags now it's either 25 bucks or 50 bucks maybe if you have two bags so you know i mean you've been flying a lot and i've flown a little bit the past couple of months it's just everyone wants to bring everyone everything on the plane with them Correct. yeah just like stuff as much as they can into the overhead bin and their personal space. And it's just, it's a madhouse out there. I mean, it, it's really, really gotten out of control. So this article had tips for how you can um, reduce sort of the size of your carry-on luggage so you can get more on the plane with you. Wow. And I, I, I think two of these might be useful for you, Liz. Now, the first one is to use vacuum-sealed bags. <laughs>
0: Okay you what are the chances is, I'm going to do that you No know, you've seen
2: those systems you yes. know where you, where you put them in these va- your clothes in these vacuum sealed bags then you suck all of the air out of it and then it shrinks down to like a third of the size and then you can get three times as much stuff in your carry on bag So I that could work for you but I'm wondering when you get to your destination <laughs> right. and right <you're> <laughs> reconstitute <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you get home? Then you, as have- it were, in like the humid, hot air of of India, like. If, if there's not a vacuum in your hotel room, how are you going to get that thing shrunk down to
0: size? You're totally right. Once you've unsealed, once you've broken the seal on the vacuum pack, then it, and it expands. It's, okay, you're right. Yeah, that's, it
2: expands. And what are you going to do? Bring a vacuum with you?
0: No, that's another... that's a whole other bag. You'd have to check
2: that exactly. So I don't think that's going to work for you. But I I, I do have a solution, and this thing is really really revolutionary. It's. Um, It's a trench coat, okay?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. This is like with secret pockets inside, that kind of thing?
2: It's more than just secret pockets, Liz. It's a trench coat. It's made by this company called Scott Vest, and it's called the carry-on coat, if you want to
0: search for it. (laughs) Okay, that's a hilarious concept right there.
2: The carry-on coat. So what it has is 33 hidden pockets inside of this trench coat and it said you can store everything from toiletries to your clothes to an ipad okay so i'm googling it right now so you can just imagine here you have a giant giant coat okay (laughs) and now you are stuffing the 33 pockets with everything you own. Can you just imagine? And now you're waddling on the plane. <laughs> what do you do? Well, just? first,
0: how, getting through the TSA checkpoint, I no, think This would... No,
2: this is, this is the beauty of the trench coat, of the carry-on coat. It is, you just put everything through the TSA, through the x-ray machine. Uh-huh. You just take off your
0: coat, which is now your luggage. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm looking- assuming you have no liquids and gels in the carry-on coat. Right. And,
2: and then you put everything through x-ray, and then you, in fact, just put your luggage back on you. You are wearing your luggage. When I went to the website, it is unbelievable. First of all, it's waterproof and breathable. <laughs> This is what they said the coat can hold. Uh
1: Oh, Monica, I am looking at the list now. Please read it out loud because it's hilarious.
2: Four shirts, two pairs of slacks, socks, a (laughs) pair of shoes, your underwear, toiletries, and an iPad.
0: (laughs) Oh my God! Out of curiosity, Leanne, as long as you have it, what does such a thing cost? Is this- it costs uh, two
1: hundred and twenty-five dollars. Okay, all right. Wow!
2: It I- is oh. just—it's it, amazing. It's an amazing concept. You just take everything that was in your luggage and stuff it in your pockets, and you wear it to India, Liz.
0: <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of weird things at various TSA checkpoints, but that takes the cake. That. It's only a matter of time before they ban that, don't you think?
1: I think Julie's husband has one. I think he must have several for each of his identities. He has a carry-on
2: coat, wearable luggage. Oh, but that,
0: that, that is so high concept; I, my mind almost cannot grasp the, the genius of that. The, okay, I like it. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to see if I can adapt some of that to my own behavior. Just. Even in a normal coat, just use the pockets a little bit more aggressively.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you get a a couple of pair of slacks and a pair of running sneakers in your coat pocket. Wear it on. That's your new motto. Wear it on. All right. You know, I'm not going anywhere because... I'm very excited about the possibility this year of winning the HGTV Dream Home.
0: Oh, <laughs> You think you think you have a better shot this year than every other year you've believed you're going to win it? Y-
2: yes, I do, Liz, because this year I signed up for the email alerts, and you had not just one chance to win every day, but two chances to win every day. And I, I entered religiously twice a day, and the contest ended yesterday. So I'm just standing by. I'm, I'm checking my email hourly. Um, I, I have my phone, my cell phone with me, which you know I never pay attention to. I'm just waiting for them to call me and tell me that I've won the HGTV Tremome. But the unfortunate thing is everyone else in my office entered this year. Oh, darn. <laughs> darn. I mean, they, they're long time. They, they've entered for a long time. Uh, But they really think they're going to win this year because there were the two chances a day. And uh, I just, I I would love to win this home. Where is
0: the home this year? I haven't really seen any of the promotion for it.
2: It's in a town called Midway, Utah, which appears to be Midway.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Salt Lake City and Park City.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Okay. So it's a beautiful, like, mountain home. In mid in Utah, I believe there's some acreage, although it looked like it looked like there was a lot of open space around the house. It's uh, not huge. I mean it's huge by my standards, but it's not huge by the HD Dream Home standards. I think it's four bedrooms, outdoor hot tub outdoor living room there's a stream you get a car you get money (laughs) i mean it is just
0: i can tell from the way you describe it you have spent a lot of time thinking about this you have already projected yourself into this life in midway utah
2: i have and i've already told people at work when i find out that i win (laughs) i'm not coming to work the next day (laughs) (laughs) so do not expect me to show up at work the next day. So I had to read the rules very carefully because I thought I would be notified last night. So <laughs> yeah. <I> went,
0: <laughs> oh, and no, it doesn't contest, say
2: that? The contest ended on Friday. But no, they don't notify the winner until, uh, I think, March 12th. And, you know, they have this what they call ambush-style notification where they come to your house and you're you're notified on air, so oh, it's, all right. oh. so it's live on air. So I March twelfth, you know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be home. Right, shades <laughs> are going to be up. I'm going to be looking for the prize truck.
1: You <laughs> get on. hair and makeup that day. Get it all
2: well out. <laughs> oh, good idea, Liam.
1: Yeah, oh, excellent you idea. Actually, you want to look good when they show up with your keys.
0: Well I know that this has been a year in, year out thing for you with the Dream Home. A friend of mine, my friend Catherine, who you guys know, she's obsessed with entering the Downton Abbey contest. Ooh, she's what is been that? religiously entering one a day. You get a week to spend at the actual house that's used in the T V series. Have you guys been entering that? Lee, and I know you've been paying attention to the no, show.
1: No, I yeah. haven't. But well, that looks so drafty. That house would be so cold. <laughs> you
0: might want to Google that up. And, you know, it's a it's a cheap vacation there at Downton Abbey. I'm not sure the staff is there to wait on you. I'm not sure how they do that. Yeah.
1: So you don't know where you enter this? Uh, no. You have no I information. So I have no information. just going to bombard us with... Um, OK, well, maybe
2: emails, I can't emails. I
0: can't Google it right now because I'm afraid that I, because I record the show on my laptop. If I try to go Google something, I might screw up the recording. So, Monica, if you want to search on that right now while we're talking. Please. OK, OK, Liz. <laughs> I'm trying
1: to a trip to Downton Abbey.
0: OK, where is that? OK,
1: it is. Uh, let me see if this is known. You find out how you win a free trip. We'll carry on, and I will... Uh, apparently... Okay, so,
0: so, Leanne, where are you in the series? Are you fully up-to-date with season two? Oh, I'm totally up-to-date
1: okay. in the series. I just, I just
0: had to watch the two most recent episodes yesterday afternoon because I had fallen behind, but I had recorded them. So... I was actually a little bit worried about the the episode. I don't want to give too much away, but we'll just call it the English patient episode. You know what yes. I'm talking about here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? That was not a good development in the show, I thought.
1: Liz, I just have to tell you, prior to this season, we had Rachel uh, over at the Chaos Chronicles. Rachel is our token Brit. You know, we have a couple of Brits that listen to Satellite Sisters and Chaos Chronicles. And Rachel said, beware, Americans, This season takes a lot of very soap opery turns. Mm. That there are a lot of incidents where people run in and go, "This just arrived in the post," or "Hey, we just called the War Office," and you know, (laughs) yes, exactly. (laughs) There's just a lot of things like that. A lot of
0: breaking news, which is hard to imagine in 1918.
1: Yes, and that's and and Rachel is right because this is just much more soap opery than than the first season, which seemed very proper and British and, and restrained. This one is like, yes, you know, you know, lost memory, sure, cousin returns. It's just crazy. I know.
0: yes, yes. But- I, I, not, not that I'm enjoying it any less. It's just it is different. It has a different pacing, but all of a sudden it's Spanish flu sweeps through the countryside, <laughs> and well, I mean, that's all true. I, I, that did actually happen in real life in that year, so I get it. but y- you're right, it's a little bit more of the highs and lows, and yes, not so, not so controlled.
1: And what we had was a big controversy. Nobody liked the storyline over *At Chaos Chronicles* of Lord Grantham and the Maid.
2: Oh, that scene, I didn't like that either, Leanne. I didn't care for that.
1: No one bought it. Came out of nowhere. You know, very little setup. Uh, and who's kidding who? I mean, nobody goes for a maid in that outfit. Come on.
0: <laughs> well. Yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the type who would really do that. But obviously, the whole world has changed. Do you think they say that enough in the show this season? Like, (laughs) The whole world has changed, or the old world is gone, or the new world is going to be different. It seems to be every third line. So you can understand why if you're Lord Grantham, you've totally lost your moorings now, because the old world is gone, (laughs) and it's never coming back. It's never coming back. Your daughter is marrying the chauffeur. That's it. She, it's like, and they're moving to like whatever. So yeah, okay. Well, I'm I'm going to stick with it, of course. But the season isn't very long, so I think we only have uh, one or two more episodes on that, and no, then no. yes.
1: Oh my gosh, Liz! Now I have found the contest. It looks absolutely fantastic. Oh, you can find it on the PBS.org site. Okay. Uh, no surprise there. So click on like Masterpiece, and you'll find it. So you get a um, five-day, four-night trip to Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a VIP-guided tour of Highclere Castle, apparently that's Downton Abbey, with Lord Carnarvon. an <laughs> afternoon tea with Lady Carnarvon. Whoa! And then you have tea at the Mayfair Hotel with Jessica Fellows, author of The World of Downton Abbey. Oh. Uh, and I'm guessing the daughter of Julian Fellows, who actually wrote the series. Just guessing. I don't know. I was going to guess wife,
0: but you're right. It could be
1: either. It could be either. And then lunch and VIP tour of Leeds Castle. And uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. So, okay, I'm okay well, I would enter now, but you're right. I'm also recording the show, so I don't want to <laughs> mess things up. I know last week I clicked on a website and... The music came up for a an axe deodorant, deodorant ad, and I felt
0: that. Oh, that's the show. true. Yes, yeah, you could hear that vaguely in the background. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it's too late to enter the HGTV Dream Home Contest, but if you all just want to move on to Downton Abbey, go for it. You know, you're not going to own the actual castle, but no. you know, does come
1: with the car. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. But it's more beautiful. Right. And you have to travel September 17th through September 22nd, 2012. So clear your calendars now.
0: <laughs> I'm available. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of things on TV, I have to say that yesterday mid-morning, I happened to be home. Um, and so I caught part of the Whitney Houston service. Did either of you guys see any of that on TV? I no. did. Sorry. Yeah. I hadn't really planned to, but then I realized I was home and it was on. So I turned on. First of all, I got to say, good for them for just doing it in a church and having a real service for a real person. You really got the feeling this was her family and the people who loved her from the beginning and loved her at the end. So, you know, Cece, the mom, uh, I know that there was pressure to like have it in a big theater, to do like a Michael Jackson style thing. Which was weird. Which was weird. So, So good for you. Great job. And then just a little shout out to Kevin Costner. You'll probably see it all over the news today. I have to say, I did not expect to tear up watching (laughs) the the Kevin Costner uh, eulogy, but I actually did. He said some very sweet and sincere things about her, and you got the feeling, okay, I know he's an actor, so this is what he can do. But you actually got the feeling they had a little bit of an understanding and a bond there. And you just thought, Kevin Costner, where have you been for the last 15 I know. years? You know, I know. it kind of reminded me how much I loved the movie The Bodyguard, which we did talk about <laughs> on the show last week, but also there's a lot of. Good Kevin, Co- like what was that movie he was in where he was the super spy? And- no way out. Yeah, no, okay, that was an excellent movie. <laughs> Obviously, if Julie was here, she would mention Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> like what has Kevin Costner been up to the last ten years or so? Has he been in anything?
1: Uh, I can Google him. List. Okay. I
0: don't. All right. You yeah. know, I don't know. And
1: Kevin Costner to me seems ripe for a really good TV series. Yeah,
0: like oh, that's yeah. what he
1: should do now. Is like a really great tv series but well i think when you win an academy award for best director you don't feel like you can go to tv but uh
0: Okay. Well, I would like to see the comeback of Kevin Costner. I like, I'm just going to say that right here. Like I know there was more going on yesterday at the funeral than just that, but you know, I was surprisingly happy to see Kevin Costner and to see him in, deliver what I thought was a relatively thoughtful eulogy though, s- slightly self-aggrandizing, but that's okay. I mean, he's a movie star. This is what they do. Uh, right. They talk about themselves, but other okay. Than
1: that, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I have IMD beat him and, um, Guess what? He has a TV series in production. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you took my advice, Casey. Would he you... has a TV series called The Fields and McCoys in pre-production. So uh, he okay. also has Man of Steel. Oh, he's in the new Superman movie. Oh. He plays um, Man of Steel's dad. Oh. And then good news for um, Julie, uh, Field of Dreams, a short movie. Field of Dreams 2. He really? plays. Yes and he was in the company man a movie i did not see did not but see he, but he pa- played um a character named jack dolan so there you go
0: oh you're kidding. Okay, I'm so, kidding. I kid you not. So that leads me to the next category of things we needed to discuss. This is a, you know, an occasional feature on Satellite Sisters. We call it "We're Not Those Dolans." Yes. And uh, headline today, like it even catches my eye when I see it in the paper. I think, "Oh, is that us?" So headline in today's, like <laughs> every paper in the whole world, but especially in the United States, Dolan among 22 new cardinals as trend favors Vatican insiders. So, you know, it just catches your eye. But... That is not any of us. In case you were wondering if any of the Satellite Sisters were recently, yesterday, made a cardinal in Vatican City, uh, no, that would not be true. This is Timothy Dolan, who is, you know, obviously runs the, the New York uh, diocese. Uh, and I'm not sure anyone would ever call us Vatican insiders. <laughs> <laughs> not so much the Vatican insiders, but there is something about having a common enough name. I mean, Dolan's a fairly common name. So that when you see it in big headlines, you just think for a, the briefest of moments, like, is that us? Do I know Do I know that person? <laughs> so we've said before, we're not those Dolans in regard to, like, the crazy Jim Dolan that runs uh, Madison Square Garden and the Knicks and Cable Vision TV in New York. We're not those Dolans either. So, and we're not this Dolan. We're not, none of us was recently added to the College of Cardinals. So there you have it.
2: And we're <laughs> certainly not the Dolans who give financial advice. Oh, no. (laughs) I think that's pretty clear to all the listeners of the podcast.
0: I think you can pretty much say that about anyone who's podcasting. That (laughs) is... If they, if this is your major way of getting your message out, you're probably yeah. not a
2: financial expert. <laughs> you know, what's
1: funny is that, yeah, you know, Brooks is a junior. So colleges are starting to contact him and, and vice versa. So he's sort of interested in Fairfield U uh, in our old hometown of Fairfield, Connecticut. Wow. And they have a Dolan School of Business yes. from those Dolans. <laughs> so it came up like. Are you related to the
0: Dolan School of History? Okay, that would be good. That, might, that might get you in.
1: <laughs> but it is not true. So, no, we're not. We're not, we're not those
0: Dolans it. either. <laughs> and we're not the Dolan who is police chief of St. Paul, Minnesota. You know, we've interviewed him before on Satellite Sisters. We're not those Dolans. We're just these Dolans. Um <laughs> But, okay, moving on. Uh, I mentioned Facebook earlier in the show. So last week I said that our Facebook group – well, Leanne, we should explain the misunderstanding you and I each had about our Facebook strategy <laughs> because I think okay. that's actually kind I of I think
1: funny. this sums up uh, just so much about our business, list that <laughs> for the last two years I have been solidly posting two, three times a week – Over on the wrong Facebook page for
0: Satellite Sisters. I I noticed that a couple of months ago. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We have a Facebook group, which is the Satellite Sisters, and then we also have a Facebook fan page, which we created when I think I read in some, like, How to Market Yourself (laughs) Through Facebook group, that that groups were over, that fan pages were the latest thing. So we created the fan page, but then the only one who ever went there was Leah. It was me.
1: (laughs) And Sue Goldberg, Sue Lehman <laughs> Goldberg goes there.
0: So if, yeah. you, if you're posting There are 400
1: to... <laughs> people over there, Liz.
0: Well, you should get add those 400. So we just passed the 2000 mark at the Facebook group. So the 400 people that are on the fan page, don't forget to join the group. You can stay on the fan page too, if you want. Uh, But over on the group, we we broke through 2,000. And here's the thing. I mean, the whole idea of social networking is that the growth now for the Satellite Sisters group should be geometric, right? So I'm guessing if we're up to 2,000 and all of you 2,000 people do your job, we should be able to hit 20,000 by, uh, let's just say the end of April. How about that? Let's, everybody just has to go out. If everybody recruits just a couple of friends, then we're going to bust through the next couple of ceilings out there. So uh, if you're in the group, go for it. And all you have to do is just repost our show. When we post it on the group, repost it on your own homepage to all of your friends and invite people in. Wouldn't you say that would be good?
1: Yeah. Any, anything. We first get the name right. So it's the Satellite Sisters. That's the open group. With 2,000
0: members. And the thing about being an open group, that's a good thing to mention. So you can post your own stuff there, too. If you have anything that you would like the Satellite Sisterhood to uh, discuss, uh, it's not not one of those closed groups where we're the only ones that can post there. Anyone in the group can post whatever they want. So join in, please. It's a lot of fun over there in the group.
1: (laughs) It's like Alyssa Goodfox. She posted yesterday. The Bodyguard is on Lifetime right now, oh. <laughs> and uh, then Marie Benson followed up with Kevin Costner's eulogy for Whitney can be viewed on YouTube. He was very eloquent and emotional. So she, ag- Marie, agrees with you. Yeah. And uh, Diana Metzel let us know that the podcast got her through a two-hour flight delay and a three-hour immigration line. Wow, Diana, we're honored. So um,
0: okay. So there
1: you go. That's- I. I felt like an idiot. When Liz said two weeks ago, we're close to 2,000 people. I'm like, what is she talking about?
2: <laughs> Leah, I, I was... saw you doing your own thing over there. And... We're like I 492.
1: Religiously, <laughs> Monica. Two, three times a week, posting.
0: And Monica, Four... you were just going to never mention it to Leah, is that it? <laughs> well, I thought maybe you two had some strategy workout. out. <laughs> the double... <laughs>
2: I didn't know Sheila and I don't like to get involved in <laughs> strategies.
1: Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling,
0: you're grilling oh, and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing: because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher boxes. But, uh, what uh what a what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right.
1: Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz and leigh here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day... Thanks, Osea.
0: Okay. Well, I, I also did want to say in the mailbag this week, we got an excellent letter from Jill, who was a longtime satellite sister. She said, I've been a satellite sister since you were on XM radio. She followed us. She friended us on Facebook. Thank you, Jill. But she had stopped. She didn't realize we were back doing a weekly podcast. And about five or six months ago, she fell back into the podcast and that there we were once a week. And she now she's. Subscribed, and she's back with the Satellite Sisters. She hasn't missed a beat. She's using the Stitcher application, um, but also Podcast Box, which don't get me started on that. It appears to be working for some people, but not working for others. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Leanne, this was a perfect uh, birthday morning message for you because it said, I live in New Hampshire. Well, we know that, Jill, because we've been sisters for a long time. Um, I've been walking at the local mall, listening to the shows. Well, what a treat it's been for me. I'm posting my own random silly thoughts on my Facebook page, and I felt I needed to share them with the world. And my Zumba instructor suggested that I blog to do this. So Jill has started her own blog, which, of course, we appreciate because we're bloggers. But I like the fact that she has such a close relationship with her Zumba instructor, that she's taking life lessons. And Lee, and I know you're a fan of Zumba. Have you turned to your Zumba instructor for, for any personal advice?
1: No, but maybe I maybe now's the time to ask Jeffrey what I should be doing with my life.
0: And she also said specifically about a story you told recently. Oh, my God. I have to tell you, I almost drown in my shower the day I listened to Leanne's Root Canal Buying the Jeans episode. I still crack up when I think of her. I was laughing so hard in the shower I had to explain myself to my husband, and even he chuckled. So <laughs> I think Jill might have figured out how to listen to us in the shower, or was she just <laughs> thinking back in the shower? But that would be like a whole level of technical expertise that we have not reached yet. We're still just trying to work out Facebook page, Facebook group, Facebook
1: fans. This is, yeah, versus Stitcher. Monica, Liz and I did have a very high level meeting about technology that we did not invite you and Sheila to the other day. And we both just admitted, this is it. We can't, we're done. We're just, we can't yes. embrace any more new technology. So when someone said they listened to us on Roku, I was like,
2: okay, I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. Oh, You're getting us. Leanne, people at work talk about Roku, and I, my eyes just glaze I don't, over. Well, I, so we're I, on Roku,
0: too, whatever that is. Well, I was very happy that on the Facebook group, a lot of you said it's still all about iTunes for you. So that keeps it simple for us. So we have iTunes. We have the iPhone app. We have the Android app. Like, we're just going to make the best of that. I think that's what we decided, right, (laughs) Leanne? Yeah. Stitcher is really working for some of you. Great. So we'll stick with Stitcher, the iPhone, the Android app, and iTunes. And if the technology changes dramatically six months from now, we'll leave it to you to tell us. You can just post that on our Facebook page if there's something that you really think we need to know. But other than that, we're just going to try to focus in (laughs) on the things that we currently understand. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Oh, you know what, Liz? Can I
1: just toss out? Remember a couple months ago, I think it's taken me a while, I told the story of my $7 necklace and how I get so many compliments on that necklace. Well, people have asked for a picture. I posted one today at the Chaos Chronicles blog. So if you go to the Chaos Chronicles, uh, you can see it. I finally took a picture of myself, my $7 necklace, next to the Duchess of Cambridge and her $7 million necklace. (laughs) So I think you can compare uh huh. It's a nice, it's a nice compare contrast. Well,
0: well, when you win that trip to Downton Abbey, I yeah. want a picture of you in your seven-dollar necklace at oh. Downton Abbey. How about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the War Office just called. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Anyone yeah. got anything else we need to throw in before we wrap this up this week, uh, Leon? I think I'm going to see you tonight for the birthday celebration we threw together at the last minute.
1: Monica, we're going to a cabaret. Oh, and what are you guys to,
0: doing? Yes. It's
1: a cabaret show uh, in a hip neighborhood in Los Angeles. A, a at comedy or music? Music cabaret. And wow. uh, they're going to be singing the songs of Baz Luhrmann movies. Wow. High concept, right? Doesn't Ooh that sound cool? Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Some good
0: ones. S- Strictly uh, Ballroom. Yeah. yeah. there's. A- yeah, that sounds really fun. That sounds yeah. like it could be a fun party. Yeah, I think it's well. It's it'll be different, and they do this particular club does like cabaret versions of the music of various directors. So they just finished the music of Quentin Tarantino, which yeah. I'm sure was fun. But the music of Baz Luhrmann that just seems like a perfectly good way to celebrate a birthday. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, Leanne, I'll see you. It's sort of a free for all there. So it's a uh, you know.
1: So you know we'll be first. Yes. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> waiting outside in the parking lot. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yesterday when I dropped Colin off at the airport, I mean, I went with them, but you know, they were already arriving three hours early for an international flight. So we arrived an hour early to wait for the three hour early international. <laughs> <flight>. <laughs> and he's like, where is everybody? I'm like, I'm sure we're first. I, I have no <laughs> doubt.
0: Does he, does he have any way of signaling you when he actually arrives in Peru? Is that just- you know
1: what? The t- <laughs> here's a funny tip to talk about. We are these Dolans. Talk about a typical Dolan uh, family reaction. The teacher suggested they like call once from the foreign country, which he doesn't have a cell phone yet. So that would involve like getting him an AT card and like then teaching him how to make an international phone call, which is impossible. Like that's impossible uh, to put in the number. So so Colin came up with the idea. He goes, "Mom, I'll just pick up the hotel phone and pretend I'm talking to you." <laughs> <laughs> And that's good enough for you. That's good enough. That was our, she forces him to call us. He's just going to do a mock phone call. <laughs> yeah. Machu Picchu's is great. Okay. See you Saturday.
0: <laughs> yes. We're close as a family. We spend a, we spend a lot of time communicating with each other that way. Uh, all right. Well, uh, see you later on tonight, Leanne, for the birthday okay. bash. Monica, you're enjoying Bandora again, I take it. You're I am.
2: I am. I, I skied yesterday, and uh, I'll tell you, when you're over fifty and you, you fall down,
0: <laughs> it takes a long time to get up. <laughs> I think it's because you're above 2,000 meters. Yes, I I definitely was. Leah
2: and I was lying down on Coffee Run, one of our favorite, like, intermediates, uh, you know, because I I fell. And I was like, I just have to gather my thoughts here. someone, Someone went by and was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm okay, just gathering my thoughts. I attempt to get up.
0: Uh, 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 uh. all right well enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend up there i'm a little jealous that you're skiing yeah. but we'll be at the Boslorman lorman musicale so okay. uh, will we'll talk about that next week so uh hang in there everybody we're the satellite sisters and don't forget call your satellite sisters